Hello loves, this is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com, back again with another moment for chronic wellness. So part of the reason that I believe we have not made it any further than we have in our conversations about equity and in our dismantling of systems of injustice and white supremacy is the difficulty of having conversations at even the lowest levels. And there's a number of reasons for that, but today I wanna to examine one of them. So when someone comes to me to tell me about how my behaviors have impacted them negatively when it centers around race, and that might look like Annette. When you said this the other day, that left me feeling othered by X, Y, and Z. Annette, um, when you left me out of that conversation that I could have been invited into, it was just one more way that BIPOC voices were not included at the table. And I'm not sure you meant to do that, but that was the outcome. Or Annette, when we were having that conversation at that meeting, and I didn't hear you stand up for um, racial inequities in this opportunity that you had, uh, it felt really dismissing. And I think of you as being someone who can be an ally and here was a great opportunity that you just missed. Can you tell me why you didn't speak up? These are all real events that have happened in my life and many others. And it feels scalding. It is overwhelming. It is such a challenge to my identity and my sense of self and that whole like, I'm a good person with good intentions. And I think of myself as a person who stands up for social justice and not just for BIPOC, but for individuals with disabilities and for queer folk and, 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 and. And so it's such a challenge to who I think I am that my first instinctual response is like, close down, go home, lick wounds, and try no more. And absolutely, if I and others do that, we will get no further. We will get no further. And when I stop and I pay attention to what actually happened, the person in each of those scenarios and many others that brought me that information and pointed out who they think I am and where I was missing the mark were showing me an unbelievable amount. An overwhelming amount of love, of trust, and of grace. Because they were saying, here's who I know you to be, Annette. And here's who you were being. It's not an action of pointing out how I'm falling short. It's an action of love and trust.
And when I have awareness of that, it shifts the whole thing. Then I can hear them. I can acknowledge what their experience might have been like in that moment. I can take some time away and process my own experience, not with them, and then come back and decide if I mean to take responsibility for what I've done and talk to them about what that is, what that responsibility taking is, if it's a change in behavior going forward, if it's going back and correcting something that I've done, correcting a record, going back and having a different conversation with someone else, going back and making an introduction with them to someone that they might have missed out on because of my oversight. Um, but I think we're so uncomfortable, particularly as adults who have pretty fixed identities with having core elements of our identity challenged or shown to us in a different light, one that we're unaccustomed to or doesn't match up with the way we see ourselves. that it makes it really difficult to realize that this is an act of love and courage and trust. And if we can treat it as such, we have amazing opportunities for growth and learning and bridge building and deepening our relationships with the people who are bringing this to our attention. I encourage you to consider that other possibility. Thank you for your time and attention. If you are listening to this on podcast, I would really appreciate your subscription and rating of this show. And as ever, your comments and questions are invited and would be so welcome. And until we're together again, thank you for being here. Be well.